The time is now. What is the secret to success? Movement. People look at you strange saying you change, like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. Welcome to the latest Trainers Talk. This is Donovan. I'm excited for today's interview that we're showing. Um, it's with the founder and former CEO of Best Buy, Dick Schultz. Um, he is, uh, you know, we, we went a lot of different ways with this conversation. He's been interviewed several times on NPR and CNBC and several places, but we go in different spaces, uh, within this conversation, talking about, you know, his communication skills to things that he's learned throughout the way, how he deals with stress, how he integrates things with his family. Um, and you know, you know, obviously from the outside looking in, a lot of people will see him as a billionaire and, you know, it becomes the pop culture aspect of what uh, people view him as. But you know, what's interesting is just understanding, um, have an opportunity to understand the man within, um, you know, who's, who's 80, um, now and, and still living life and how he integrates wellness and fitness and curiosity into his life. Um, and how the, uh, that all takes place. So, you know, I, I don't want to, go too far you know it was a it was a great conversation we had this conversation back in October um, and one of the reasons why it's coming out now is because he said something in the podcast that and I'll see if you can catch it that uh, surprised me and if he said this in October he said something about a Christmas gift for the family and you'll see what I mean there when he gets there and I was like oh, I can't put this out now because then it will ruin the Christmas gift for the family. So um, I'm glad we were able to put it out now. I'm glad you'll be able to listen and enjoy it. Uh, you can obviously listen it here. There's also a YouTube video of it um, on Calistica Fit's uh, YouTube page. So check this out, uh, the conversation I had with Dick Schultz. Yeah! Hello, boys and girls. I want to welcome you to a, the latest Trainers Talk. I have a very, very special guest here with me. Uh, I have Mr. Dick Schultz. Uh, Mr. Schultz is well known for his work in business as the founder and chairman of Emeritus uh, Best Buy. He leads in his philanthropic endeavors through his family foundation that bears his name and his education leadership at the Schultz School of uh, Entrepreneurship at the University of St. Thomas is uh, well known. And, you know, I'm very excited to sit down with you because I've been able to work with your, your uh, family, especially Susan, Dwayne, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Chelsea and Taylor mm -hmm. for some years. And uh, I want to really thank you for joining me. You're most welcome. It's good to be here with, with you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I'm gonna jump right into it. You know, one of the things when I was, thinking about doing this and asking Susan to see if you were available mm -hmm. was in researching and knowing you over the years, uh, your communication skill is really 
how you deliver a message mm -hmm. is very concise, um, is very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And uh, where do you feel like, where did that come from? How did you develop that? Uh, that's really a great question. And uh, thanks actually for pointing it out. Um, it's, it's no small uh, uh, act on my part. It's intentional to put myself in the place of the person receiving the message. Yeah. And, and so I simply um, have trained myself to speak in a way in which I can achieve clarity, uh, focus, uh, and, and uh, understand that if a certain person is not experienced in the subject we're talking about yeah. uh, and, and or not familiar you know, with um, wh what we're attempting to uh, achieve, th that uh, I need to be uh, clear, uh, I, I need to uh, express things in a way in which um, it's understandable, yeah. uh, simple, usually try to repeat it twice. Yeah. So, so there, things don't get lost uh, in the translation. Yeah. So I just put myself, if you will, um, in the person of the uh, receiver. Yeah. Uh, and I speak in a way in which uh, hopefully things are easy, natural, understandable, and uh, usually careful enough to um, um, do it again. Yes. Uh, at least once or twice during the conversation so that I know or feel strongly that things land. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what I do. And, and did that kind of skill, did that develop through your business career? Did you start to develop that? How was that when you were younger? Where do you feel like, or did it just kind of grow as you grew? You know, um, Donovan, it was really more a case of issues I had in hearing other people talk to me on subjects I wasn't familiar with. Okay, yeah. So, so um, they would not take the time to go back over something that um, they felt was important that I understood yeah. at the point in which we were having a conversation. Now, whether that was true in a negotiation, whether that was true just in an expression of how people felt about what was either upcoming or how they felt about doing something differently. Yes. Um, and so you can ramble on uh, if you want, but, but if you lost the person along the way, because what you had to say, you know, wasn't familiar. Yes. Wasn't understood. Yeah. Uh, you know, then things get lost in the subsequent or ensuing conversation. So um, it's really a trait, uh, you know, that I, I learned just by virtue of the fact that I oftentimes had difficulty following people who were talking to me about things that weren't uh, something that I was familiar with. Exactly. Um, so th that's why I do it the way I do it. Oh, yeah. love yeah. it, love yeah. it. Um, you know, being a business owner uh, and a father of four beautiful children and a mm -hmm. father figure to many more, mm -hmm. um, how, how do you deal with stress? Uh, c c candidly, th for me, the, probably the best way to have dealt with it um, is, is not, not to g get too emotionally involved yes. w with what's happened, what's happening, or how somebody feels about you know, something in particular. Um, I pride myself on my ability to, to um, divorce emotion from decision-making. Yeah. Uh, I try to understand things on the basis of how it's being delivered, how it's being thought about, how it's uh, required. Um, and I try to take out of the equation, well, it's my daughter, or it's my grandson, yeah. or you know, it's a close, you know, uh, it's, it's a person close to me. Um, 
And it's the only way I can achieve some degree of, of separation. And I can speak um, um, as a result a little bit more emphatically, a little more accurately, a yeah. little more distinctively. Um, when emotion plays in there, you, you have to move around things yeah. uh, or subjects. You, you, you can't approach them head on. So, so um, I try real hard to, um, I try real hard to, to um, um, be somewhat removed in the communication only to the degree that I don't let feelings interrupt the thoughts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, I was in doing some of the research and, and, and growing up and mm -hmm. going to Best Buy and, mm -hmm. you know, when I think of Best Buy, I think of value. I think of, mm -hmm. um, you know, selection. Um, <coughs> but, you know, one thing I've heard you say is something about uh, the word or the term lockstep. Mm -hmm. And what does that term mean to you? Well, lockstep obviously means you need to be aligned yes. with somebody. Yeah. So, so when we changed our business model to customer in control, the whole idea for me was the customer deserves to engage somebody who is knowledgeable about something they care to learn about, yeah. care to know about, and need to have in order to make a good decision. So from my vantage point, uh, our training for all the people that wait on our customers was really put yourself in the mind or the mode and the frame of the customer with whom you're dealing and make sure that what you say, um, uh, how you respond, uh, what you demonstrate are all in support of what that customer needs to know to make a buying decision because we want to leave that buying decision to them. Yeah. And so you really need to prepare then to arm and then to educate, uh, not try to sell. Yeah. And so the customer knows when he's, when he's being sold something as opposed to when he's just being informed uh, about what it is he needs to know to make a good decision. And there's a degree of comfort and then confidence and then trust that follows when you, uh, when you behave or you interact that way. Yeah. So uh, it's all about the customer in con uh, being in control. It's all about um, what I call a customer-centric business model. Yeah. Customer first, customer foremost, customer always. Um, that's how we approach everything we do with the people that we serve. Yeah, yeah. That it's 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 interesting. Even just you talking about that mm -hmm. is showing how your um, your communication strength mm -hmm. plays into the, the actual business model and how you communicate to customers because right. it, it definitely right. trickled down yeah. uh, within. And that's the one thing I noticed when I was, you know, over the years is, mm. is seeing that connection. Um, Thank you. What, uh, you know, kind of thinking about, you know, Susan and Dwayne, and I've met uh, several of your, your children and family over the years, but what has your daughter Susan and your grandchildren Chelsea and Taylor taught you about business and, and life in general? Uh, with Susan, uh, obviously it's been, it's, it's been, um, gratifying. She's been with me so long, yeah. uh, at Best Buy over 30 years, um, and, uh, and, and, she, and she hasn't been given uh, a lot of slack. Um, and, and I mean that in a way that says, um, I trust that she learns the hard way. Yes. Um, so, so I don't soften bumps or humps or bruises. Um, or and, and, and so she's learned by doing yeah. and by failing and by growing mm -hmm. and by succeeding. Yeah. 
in, in, in all of her endeavors. Um, she's uh, determined, you know, to do things well. She's determined to do things right. Yeah. Uh, she takes the time to make sure that that's the case. Yeah. Uh, in Chelsea's case, Chelsea is very ambitious. Yeah. Chelsea is quick. Yeah. Chelsea asks a lot of great questions. In fact, her questions to me started when she was in her threes and fours, sitting on my lap while I'm reading her a book. Yeah. Uh, and she would stop me after a sentence or two and ask me why that was. So that's a mark of curiosity. Mm -hmm. And curiosity is a mark of intelligence. Mm -hmm. And from my vantage point, uh, I really feel that Chelsea, there's no stopping where Chelsea can go. Yeah. She just has to have the courage to try it uh, and, and, and not be afraid to fail. Yeah. Um, Taylor um, is a bit more analytical. Yeah. And uh, w one of the things about Taylor that's interesting is, you know, when you're, an, um, w w when you're um, s somewhat more um, of a, uh, an, an analyst, um, he overthinks yeah. and outthinks uh, almost everything that he that, that, that comes to him, and, and and so at some point you, you just have to say you know Taylor there's such a thing as analysis paralysis. <laughs> you can be doing this for so long you'll never get to a conclusion or you'll never make a decision. Yeah. And so the kids are all different um, and they're all terrific and they all work hard. They're all clean cut, upstanding. Uh, and hardworking people. So I just admire the whole family. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne, no exception. Yeah. Uh, smart, capable, um, uh, obviously also intelligent, loves what he does, yeah. um, tries to, uh, if you will, do the right thing, you know, for um, how they manage and grow their business. Mm -hmm. So they're a family that I'm very proud of. And um, being a, a, a father, a grandfather, uh, a stepfather, mm -hmm and a step-grandfather for 37 grandchildren now, yeah. I have the opportunity to assess, to engage, and to try to understand many of them. Mm -hmm. And they're all different, yeah. uh, which, which is really cool. And, uh, and I do practice what I preach when I talk to them uh, about uh, repeating myself mm -hmm. to, to make sure that things don't get lost <laughs> in the translation. So um, I'm blessed to have you know great kids around me. I'm I'm blessed to have great uh, friends and neighbors and and people that I've come to know um, in my lifetime, and I've learned so much you know from um, differentiation because everybody is different, yeah. and uh, and so uh, with that you know as a background you just continue to learn more as long as you stay open to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. It's uh, it's it is true to see that you know I have four young ones of my own too and. They each distinctly mm. had their own characteristics that they're very strong at, yeah. and they yeah. they're really engaged in. And um, and just from a from afar, I can see uh, it is impressive to see um, you know a family like Susan Duane and, and Chelsea mm. uh, and Taylor that you know mm. still go hard and mm -hmm. work hard, even though they at times really probably don't have to, mm -hmm. you know, from a means perspective, but they have the ambition and, and want to get better. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it shows, um, you know, being around you, I can see where th they get a lot of that <laughs> from and, and yeah. Dwayne, well, you know, you. Yeah. you know, from where he was his, his family and everything mm -hmm. where yeah. that, that comes from. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, they understand parenthood. Yeah. And they understand their job is to mentor, to coach, to teach, yeah. you know, to demonstrate. So if you, you don't walk the talk, uh, it shows pretty quickly. So both of them do a really great job of uh, showing the way. Yeah. Uh, it isn't just conversation. Uh, they demonstrate and they lead 
you know, by example. And that's what a parent should do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure you're no different. You yeah. know, you've got four children that are looking up to their parents, their dad, their mom. And uh, making sure that, uh, you know, these children, you know, grow up with the right preparation to, to be successful in life yeah. is a parent's responsibility. Yeah. And unfortunately, oftentimes, you know, things don't work out that way and uh, people don't think about it, but the child does suffer if, uh, you know, what's demonstrated, you know, or what should be demonstrated, you know, uh, doesn't occur. Yeah. You've done several, um, you know, changing the topics a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's become very obvious that uh, charitable things that you've done mm -hmm. um, with your foundation uh, mm -hmm. over the years and with uh, entrepreneurship in particular and education mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. uh, where, um, where did the ambition to grow that come from? You know, thanks. That's thank you for that. That's um, that's an, infight, an insightful and and, uh, and meaningful question. Yeah. Um, so I've got 53 years in the retail business, yeah. um, having you know been a large part of growing Best Buy. You know, from its humble beginnings, you know, to what is now uh, the largest you know specialty electronics retailer in the world. Mm -hmm. So I'm very proud not not only of what we've accomplished, but for the almost 100,000 employees we have. Yeah how important uh, you know, they've been to this whole you know, success. But I didn't want to leave this life, um, you know, this with w one uh, undertaking, mm -hmm. uh, as successful as it's been, and certainly as proud as I am of uh, what it's done, what it's meant, and how much I've learned. But I said to myself, now that, you know, I've accumulated, if you will, the ability, you know, to distribute wealth, mm -hmm. you know, t to those who are less fortunate, um, how would I go about doing that yeah. uh, most effectively? And, uh, and the takeaway I had was um, re really not difficult um, once I began to really think about it. Um, being a Christian, c candidly, I'm a, a solid believer in the Bible, yeah. its teachings, uh, God, uh, Christ, uh, and, and, and the most meaningful aspect of what was the messaging that was delivered thousands of years ago. Um, and I believe in the Ten Commandments yeah. as being uh, the rules of how to lead your life. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and, I, and I believe it's wise, insightful, uh, proper, correct, uh, and candidly, if everybody walked that talk, went that way, yeah. we'd be living in a much better world. That's for you sure. Know, unfortunately, than 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 in many ways has been you know, the alternative. And then his Sermon on the Mount, which was the eight Beatitudes, uh, essentially for me was a hallmark of, so now that you're prepared to lead a good life uh, and do the right things, what should those things be? Yeah. And of course, in his teachings through the eight Beatitudes, it was really all about doing for others who cannot do for themselves. Yeah. Um, and share the wealth, you know, share the knowledge, share the um, opportunity to become something more, you know, than where things are today. So it's, it's in that, in those teachings that I essentially said, let's shape our foundation in a fashion that can help provide, if you will, the assistance, the help, you know, the means for others, you know, to um, survive, mm -hmm. first and foremost, you know, to grow, uh, to become something more than where they are and what they're doing uh, and become useful, meaningful and participating, you know, um, citizens, uh, you know, in this world. 
So that's what we do. We focus on education yeah. uh, in our foundation. We think it's extremely important that teaching people, particularly at the youngest ages, um, is a great place to start. Yeah. So elementary education, we pour substantial funding and beyond funding, uh, direction, guidance, you know, and, and uh, tools to learn so that academics and curriculum become fun, interesting, uh, memorable, and useful, you know, for young people. Um, and so we measure it, of course. Yeah. Uh, and we have teams of people, you know, that partic participate actively in helping make that happen. Then health and human services, you know, again, for those who just are on the down and out, are having a tough time in life, things have not gone well, uh, they've lost a job, they've lost a, a family member, they've lost uh, confidence, they've mm -hmm. lost, you know, their, their own way in life. So how can we help that? Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, feeding people is important. Uh, sheltering people is important. Providing guidance, training, education is important. Yeah. So, so we invest in the areas where um, we, can, we can make somebody um, more productive, uh, more beneficial, and more successful. Yeah. And then there's groups of people that are you know, put upon by disease uh, or hardship. And, and so we invest in ways in which we can provide shelter, care, consideration, support, um, community. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, I don't call it rocket science. I just call it common sense, doing the right thing, following yeah. God's works. And when somebody says you know, to me, well, just you know, um, how active a Christian are you? Uh, and uh, how much uh, you know, um, in Christ's teachings you know, do you follow or care about? I just usually answer with a simple term. I just simply say, I believe in walking the talk. Yeah. Um, I read it, I believe it, I understand it. He's blessed me with the ability to make a difference in people's lives, so that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So philanthropy has become something that I would hope, you know, when I leave this life, becomes every bit as important, you know, as having, you know, created this uh, enterprise, you know, that has turned out to be uh, so successful in so many people's lives. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, interesting having that connection and when as you were talking about the parables and and I'm thinking of you know mm -hmm. uh, and I've, I say this a lot to my clients and even even to Susan even though we've been training for you know years and years, year, years yeah. and years almost yeah. 15 years is that is is teaching her how to fish mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the parable of that so mm -hmm. when she does travel she knows how to she knows what to do she's mm -hmm. become a trainer technically herself she's yeah. got a certification yeah. but um, I think uh, you know the balance as I was doing the research and also knowing you and the, and the, and the family of, mm -hmm. of uh, what you guys done in the health community but the education portion and entrepreneurship if, if mm -hmm. within this country um, being able to build businesses can employ people can give people purpose and give people opportunities to right. you know really yeah. help their families yeah. to achieve success yeah. in their own personal lives yeah uh, that's what it's all about yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome um, so I'm switching a little bit to the exercise side of things. So tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be taking you through a workout or a consultation session. Tell me a little bit about your workout routine and how did that start? How did you okay. start your own routine? So um, thanks for that question. Yeah. Um, I'm actually proud of the fact that I, I had the good fortune to engage with one of our board members back um, when I was 50. So that's dialing back about 30 years. Yeah. And um, he pointed out a book to me he thought would be interesting for me 
it, it was called Younger Next Year. It's a great book. And it's a bright yellow cover. Yeah. Uh, and it's a story of a guy who was in his 70s, a lawyer actually. Um, and and uh, because he was physically, you know, not as strong and not as supple, not as capable as he was, you know, uh, during the course of you know, his younger years and, and the sports that he engaged and the feelings that he had, candidly uh, uh, just started writing a book about what it was like to get back on track. And he went to a doctor, the doctor helped him, you know, um, work through um, clearly what was going to be important in trying to, you know, um, re-engage, uh, you know, muscles that he hadn't used in a long time uh, to stimulate, you know, um, his, his vital signs, mm -hmm. his blood flows, his blood pressures, you know, uh, the various measures that were important. So he started this journey, you know, in a gym, a 70, you know, with a bunch of young strapping athletes that were conditioning themselves for whatever the activities were they yeah. participated in. And, and I was so impressed with that book, I said, you know, here I am 50, 20 years ahead of this guy. Uh, what if I were to start this while I still felt pretty good about it? And, and so I can honestly say that from the, the time I was 50 until today, I concentrate on conditioning myself mentally and physically every day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, usually from six in the morning till about 7.15. Um, and uh, and I follow the, the the process that you know was delivered in this book, yeah. which really starts with flexibility, starts with making sure that you loosen up your muscles, that you stretch properly. Um, so I take 10 to 15 minutes, you know, uh, in the morning on the floor. Uh, I I'm in a situation where I have adequate uh, you know music to uh, you know c keep me moving. Yeah. And uh, so I turn the music on, I get on the floor, and I start stretching uh, on my back, on my sides, on my stomach. Uh, I rely on some of my military training services, you know, where I do sit-ups and push-ups. Yeah. So it's all pretty much on the floor. So that's my, you know, that's my process. Um, then, uh, you know, after I cool down just a little bit, uh, drink a little bit of water, uh, and I jump on my elliptical, and I spend between 30 and 40 minutes uh, on the elliptical. Uh, so, so that I get my heart rate up. Yeah. Um, I try to get it over a hundred, uh, and then and th and then when I'm completed, uh, you know that routine, uh, I lay back down on the floor to whatever the music is on, and two to three minutes later, my heart rate's back down to 52, 53, 54, 56. So I feel really good about the fact that you know I'm working my heart muscles, you know, every day. Uh, I feel the blood flow. I I control my blood pressures. Um, and then, uh, you know, after about 10 minutes on the floor, maybe not even 10 minutes, um, I do some weights. I typically do some chin dips and some pec deck exercises. Just trying to work on my shoulders a little bit, my upper body a little yeah. bit. And, and uh, um, so when I, when I get done, I finish my 16 ounces of water, you know, which I participate in during the process. Um, I walk upstairs, um, I make my breakfast, uh, sit down, I grab the paper or now of course it's you know my iPad I either sit outside you know if it's a nice day or I'm inside um, and I spend you know something like 45 minutes you know uh, having breakfast and catching up on news and information and and uh, oftentimes you know some emails or text messages exactly. that are hanging over I've been doing that for 30 years yeah uh, about the only time that I don't do it is when I travel because it's more of a hassle to get myself into a situation to find a place to do what I do 
find the equipment that I use that I'm used to using. And so um, uh, I just swear by it. Um, I think it's made me feel um, younger. Yeah. Uh, it's made me feel uh, um, more energetic and able to take on the day easily. I eat stress for breakfast. Um, I'm conditioned, I think, to to be uh, clear thinking. Yeah. And uh, and and in good shape. I graduated high school um, at 155. I'm now 164. Yeah. Uh, 30 years later. Yeah. And while I might not quite have the muscular structure, you know, that uh, otherwise certainly I had when I was younger, uh, I can honestly say in my 80 years, I have no pain, no pressure anywhere, anytime, all the time, everywhere. Yeah. I don't feel any pain ever. Yeah. My, my muscle structures are, are um, well conditioned. Uh, I can do what I want to do, where I want to do it, how I want to do it, nothing. I have no pain, yeah. no arthritis, no... N n nothing that bogs down a lot of people my age. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's, I just attribute it to conditioning myself and being um, religious about it yeah. and reliable with it. And so I'm, it's just part of how I live my life. It's how I start my day and it's how I work my way through my day. So I have great respect for your career and what you do and how you help people, you know, uh, feel better, look better, uh, you know, by taking care of themselves. Yeah. And, uh, and also putting some m meaningful amount of um, um, regiment yeah. to it s so that you know they're keeping up. Yeah. Uh, and if they slack, they pay a price. Yeah. Uh, I can feel it. I've told my daughter, I said, you know, hey, I get back from a trip for a week or 10 days or when I'm gone. And uh, I can feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. Like as I didn't participate for a full week doing what I normally do. So I think that's what graciously said to me. Well, I've asked Donovan if he would uh, spend a little time with you, uh, you know, while you're here on a couple things that you could learn to do that might help areas that you want to get better. I said, hey, thanks, yeah. thanks. So tomorrow yeah. morning, I guess we're on at eight o'clock. Yes, we're on at eight yep. o'clock, and, yep. and we'll, yep. uh, you know, we'll do some of your routine, and and we'll work through a couple of things that, uh, you know, you you feel like are. Yeah. Uh, goals of yours that yeah. you want to continue to right. you know yeah. progress the way you're yeah. progressing well, thank you yeah, yeah thanks i'm looking forward to it yeah. Yeah. yeah actually coming back to the music what is the music of choice for you when you're working out you know i i i love uh, fleetwood mac yeah. i love the eagles yeah um, i still listen to roy orbison so i've taken music you know that they've made you know uh, certainly famous and 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 uh, successful and uh, and i merged it together in a what amounts to about an hour and a half, yeah. you know, series of, of different music. Some of it is at a faster pace. Some of it is a, a little bit more like you're warming up. Um, and uh, I vary it, you know, through the hour and a half. Yeah. So uh, it's my own music. Uh, and Spotify even asked me at one point in time, you know, uh, if I wanted some different music <laughs> because I play it every day, yeah. you know, when I start my day. Yep. So, but, um, you know, just songs I picked out from, you know, some of their many albums that, you know, that have been successful. And uh, I love the music, so I, that's what I stay with, and I don't vary it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It, you yeah. know, the, the funny thing is that, you know, when you find something that works, I'm, uh, I use my workout um, as a way, it's a little bit meditative. I usually work out by myself, mm -hmm. um, and I usually have my music. And, uh, you know, I have my routine and the rhythm that I get into. Mm, sure. And it, it kind of gives me mm. that, uh, you know, 45 minutes to an hour uh, opportunity to kind of, you know, look in. Sometimes my best ideas come from those, sure. those, sure. Uh, those sessions, those sessions yeah. when you have that quiet time to yourself. 
Um, you know, one of the things that you, you, you explained uh, very well within um, talking about your foundation of what you want the world, how you want the world to remember you. Mm -hmm. how, how do you want um, your family to, to remember you? Well, that's another really, really fine question. Um, I, I, I'm hoping, I, I certainly am hoping that um, they will all um, respond to a, a person that um, leads by example mm -hmm. uh, and provides advice and guidance um, when any of them um, needs a, a, a little push, a little shove, a, a listening ear. Yeah. Uh, so Grandpa was the kind of person, as successful as he was, that would always take time mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a situation j just uh, two weeks ago where I got this, if you will, um, emergency phone call from a 12-year-old granddaughter who was having a meltdown, mm -hmm. but because one of her parents was not in town, mm -hmm. uh, was away on, on a special event in their lives, um, she, um, you know, she was having difficulty, called Grandpa. Mm -hmm. uh, Grandpa picked her up. Uh, Grandpa took, took her to, uh, to my house, uh, calmed her down, gave her a little ice cream, you know, got her you know, put down for bed at night, and then spent the entire day with her the next day. I learned all about one-word answers uh, yes. from 12-year-olds. <laughs> yes. um, and, uh, and ultimately, we actually wound up talking, uh, sharing you know, um, what's going on in her life, found out the things that she liked to do, things that she didn't like to do. Uh, took a little walk on the beach, took her shopping downtown, took her out for lunch. And, and so uh, we kind of bonded a little bit uh, yeah. over, uh, so this you know, huge delta between a 12-year-old and an 80-year-old. Yeah. Um, so I learned a lot from that and, and uh, felt pretty good about making her feel better. Yeah. Um, came to find out that she doesn't like to read. Yeah. And uh, why, why is that? Well because I just don't like what they asked me to read. So, um, of course, I told her that to be successful in her life, she's gonna have to learn how to read, yeah. and you can't, you can't short that, you, you need to do it. But maybe you know, some of the things they're asking you to read you just don't care about. So, uh, I bought her some books, yeah. and I sent the books to her, and I said, here's some different little books that you should start reading, and let me know, you know how that's working out. So, um, it's that's kind of how I feel a grandparent, you know, can yeah. make a difference in a child's life. When it comes to the older kids, um, you know, my kids now, my my children range in age from their mid fifties to, well, right to almost fifty, yeah. uh, and my stepchildren um, are literally from the high forties to you know um, forty two. Yeah. So it's just like step 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 down exactly. the line. Exactly. And and uh, and so I make it a point to talk with them. Um, about issues that they're dealing with, um, whether it's you know investments or whether it's uh, parenting or whether it's growing a business or whether it's getting along with somebody somewhere outside you know their normal life or neighbors. So, so um, I, I just think if I can share my learnings um, and help them think about things maybe a little differently than they otherwise would have. Yeah. Um, I've added some value. Yeah. So. Um, and I'm going to try something a little different next year. I'm going to take each one of the ten kids on a four-day, three-night trip someplace. I put together uh, and assembled uh, 25 short trips. Yeah. Um, by definition, some are you know outdoor nature uh, destinations. Some are cities, communities, parts of history. 
Um, I'm going to give them the opportunity to pick. I'm guessing uh, pr probably from the oldest to the youngest, which pretty much means that Susan's going to start. Yeah. And so my goal is to take just one family at a time someplace special That's cool. that I've never been. Yeah. And or if I have been, it was always strictly business related, never had a chance to smell the roses or find out really what the location you know, was all about. Yeah. And so uh, I'm going to do it with one family at a time. And, and I'm going to spread it through a year. And I'm going to start next year. So Christmas, they're going to get a gift. That gift is going to be this list of trips to pick. And uh, they're going to get it in rotation. Um, and they can pick the date. They can pick the time. They can pick the place. But I'm, make, I'm taking all the reservations, all the planning, all the guides, all the restaurants, all the hotels, all the, all the um, information I have to do to make the trip memorable. Yeah. Because at some point in time, I'm going to hope that they will tell their children and their children will tell their children and they'll show them some pictures of here's a trip I took with my grandpa yeah. and uh, how special it was. I remembered it so well. I still have all the pictures. I still have all the memories. And so, um, you know, what else do you leave behind? I guess uh, you, 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 you concentrate on community. You concentrate on, on your business, your employee base. You concentrate on your family. And... Uh, uh, if you do well by all of those different people, I think you're probably doing as much as anybody could ever do for anybody. So uh, that's yeah. who I am. That's uh, I think that's a great way to uh, to to end it. And I and and if you don't mind, I might have to steal that idea as I get Good. older and hopefully have grandkids. I like that uh, the trip yeah. idea. Good. Um, I want to thank you for sitting down with me. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and do you have any questions for me before we? Just wrap this up. No, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate, obviously, the impact that you've had personally on my uh, daughter and my son-in-law. Mm -hmm. They have tremendous respect and care for you. Um, I guess, as you say, they've been putting, uh, you know, uh, these training sessions first and foremost with you for when they're here for yeah. upwards of 15 years. Yeah. So they have a lot of confidence and trust in you, and that's really important. And you help keep them healthy and feeling well, yeah. you know, for themselves. So uh, I think that's really good. And uh, one of those situations where it's win-win. Uh, good for you. Good for them. Exactly. That's exactly. right. So yeah. good for all. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. Good for all. And yeah. you know, it's, it's always cool to meet uh, cool people and and um, mm -hmm. who are educated and smart and uh, and are interested in entrepreneurship like I am. And mm -hmm. so uh, this has been a great conversation. Uh, thank you again. Okay. And uh, you know, I know we'll, I look forward to seeing you in the morning. Good. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Donahue. Th thank you. Okay.